Okay, so let's talk about salvation. Salvation. This is one of the most misunderstood concepts in Christianity. Um, the lack of understanding of the concept of salvation is one of the reasons why many people are struggling with the Christian faith. But if the Holy Spirit can grant us clarity about the concept of salvation, then we would be able to live our lives differently, you know, from how we are living it. Salvation means, another word for salvation is redemption. Okay, the Greek word for salvation is soteria. It means redemption or deliverance. In fact, I think deliverance is more appropriate to use for salvation. To salvage means to deliver. To save means to deliver. And that's why Jesus is Jesus is referred to as our Savior. In fact, his name actually means Savior. So, the concept of salvation is one of the most important concepts in the faith. But it is one of the most misunderstood concepts. But if clarification can be given to the concept of salvation, then we would relate with God better. Now, before, before Jesus came, before Jesus ever walked the face of the earth, God was never referred to as Father. God was never referred to as Father. So, But when Jesus came to the earth, he was the only one that spoke about God as being his Father. And this singular act alone offended the Jewish uh, religious leaders that why would a man refer to himself as a son or as the son of God calling God directly his father so God was never referred to as father before Jesus ever walked the face of the earth but when Jesus would teach his his disciples prayer and they told he, when he would give them the model of prayer the kind of way he wanted them to pray at that time he said to them say our father our father when he died and rose from the dead he spoke to mary the first woman he saw he said don't touch me for i have not yet ascended to my god your god my father your father so one of the greatest things that jesus did for humanity for man when he came back from the dead was to grant us access to god as father jesus gave us his family he made us, he, 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 his death, burial and resurrection gave us a part in, in his family. We became members of his family the day we got born again. This was never an experience in the Old Covenant. This was never an experience in the Old Testament. Never was God referred to as Father. But we couldn't refer to God as Father for a reason. Because there was a nature that we carried. In the book of John chapter 8 from verse 40, Jesus was speaking to the Jewish, to the Jewish priests. In fact, to the Jewish leaders and on, and, and, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he spoke to them and he said, you are the sons, you are the children of your father, the devil. You are the children of your father, the devil. He said, the lust of your father, you will do. He said, if you were sons, if you were children of God, you would hear me. You would listen to me. You would pay attention to what I'm saying. And so unconsciously we were children of the devil 
because there was a nature that we carried we carried the nature of the devil so jesus speaking about the devil calls him a murderer he calls him a liar he said because he sinned from the beginning his sin was from the beginning and jesus referred to him as a liar he called him a murderer because his sin was from the beginning and so jesus spoke to them and he spoke to us when we were born we are not born again he said the lust of your father you will do he said if you belong to me if you were my fathers he said you would hear me you would attend to me you would pay attention to the things i'm saying it's because there's a nature that is inside of us listen if i dress up like a madman my dressing does not make me a madman if i dress up like a woman my dressing does not make me a woman even if i make up as a woman and i look like a woman it is just my outward appearance my nature is male i am a man by nature i am male by nature i am a normal human being by nature so even if i am behaving that does not make me a woman even if i am behaving like a lady that does not make me a woman so when we were not saved when we were not born again there was a nature that we carried and it's our nature that made us behave the way we behaved our nature made us do the things we did Paul lamented in Romans chapter 7. He said, Oh, what wretched man I am. Who shall deliver me from the nature of sin? Who shall deliver me from this bondage that I am in? Who shall deliver me? So I was a man who needed saving. When I was unsaved, I was a man who needed salvation. I needed saving. And that's why God sent his son to save me from the nature of sin. So what Jesus came to do on the cross was not to change my actions, but was to change my nature. That's what Jesus came to do on the cross. He came to change the nature of man. So when we believe with our hearts and we confess Jesus with our mouth, there is something that goes on inside of us, our nature. But the question is, this nature of sin, where is it? Is it in your spirit? your soul or your body this is how to explain this is how i'm going to explain it now when god created man the bible says when god formed man of the dust of the ground man was not alive until god breathed into him the breath of life he said the man became a living soul james writing he said that the life of the flesh is the spirit the life of the body is the spirit he said just as a body is dead without the spirit so is faith without works that means the life that you have is from the spirit so when that means that life that was corrupted corrupted from the spirit so when you believed the gospel jesus changed your nature when you believe the gospel jesus changed your nature now your nature is in your spirit your nature is found in your spirit that's why paul writes in ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 he says you who were dead in your trespasses 
and sins had he quickened has he made alive so but you you were walking you have breath in your nostrils you have a job that you are working at you have children that you have brought into the world you have family you have friends you have everybody around you people who are walking and you too you are also walking but as long as you were carrying the nature of sin you were considered dead why was it because there was no life in you no it's because in your spirit you had spiritual death you were dead in your spirit not that your spirit was dead but that you were dead in your spirit now in israel there's a sea called dead sea that sea is referred to as dead sea because life does not flow into it and it does not flow out it is stagnant that's what we mean by death stagnation disconnection from the source of life so when god told adam in the day that you eat of this fruit you shall surely die adam died that death is spiritual separation from life so when right when when paul wrote that you were dead in your trespasses and your sins he was saying that you have been disconnected from the source of life now that you are connected to sin you are now connected to the devil so when jesus came into your life he came to change your nature which is your spirit and that's why god wrote through ezekiel he said a new heart i will give to them a new spirit will i give to them so the day you believed the gospel you received a new spirit now it is very important for me to clarify that the new birth experience is not reconnection it is regeneration there is a difference between reconnection and regeneration regeneration means to take a gain from the source reconnection means to connect back to the source now jesus did not reconnect your dead spirit your spiritually dead nature back to god no jesus completely removed that nature and give you another nature your new nature now is directly from the source which is god so you have the life of god inside of you but that inside of you is in your spirit you received eternal life in your spirit but when jesus saved you he saved you spirit soul and body complete package but he did not erode because all that you have learned while you were a sinner they are still in your soul there is such a thing called the memory of sin and there's another thing called the motions of sin the memory of sin is stored up in your soul because your soul is the information bank of your human of your being everything you learn in life they are all stored up in your soul your soul is the seat of knowledge everything you will gather all information you will gather they are in your soul so when you got born again the reason why you did not why 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 you you did not lose your mind is because jesus did not touch anything in your soul what he came to do first was to change your nature so that you can have the nature of god so in your spirit you have eternal life you are saved in your spirit but peter writing 
in the scriptures first peter chapter 2 uh, second peter chapter 1 verse 9 it says receiving the end of your faith the salvation of your soul that means there is such a thing as the salvation of the soul but the salvation of your soul is not the same as the salvation of your spirit the new birth experience is the salvation of your spirit you got born again in your spirit but your soul remains the same there is no change in your soul that's why you don't feel different when you got born again your eye color does not change the skin color does not change because that salvation was only in your spirit it did not affect your body it did not affect your soul however the bible says you were bought with a price Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, the Bible says, after that you had believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, now until the day of the redemption of the purchased possession. Now, what does that mean? You were purchased with a price. When God purchased you, he purchased you spirit, soul, and body complete. You have been bought. Alright, so but the salvation that Jesus gave to you on the day you believed was kept in your soul and in your spirit rather. He kept that salvation in your spirit. So you have eternal life inside of your spirit. But how about your soul? The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 41 and verse 47. It says, and daily God added to the church souls such as should be saved souls such as should be saved souls such as should be saved jesus spoke in matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 30 he says come learn of me come learn of me and you shall find rest for your souls what does that mean salvation is of the spirit of the soul and of the body the salvation of the spirit is the new birth experience the salvation of the soul is learning christ have you ever wondered why when you got born again jesus did not take you away from the earth immediately is because he wants to train you he wants to conform you to the to his image by character he wants your character to become like his own and that's why he left you upon the face of the earth so that you can learn him the learning of christ is what brings us into the salvation of our soul the salvation of your soul is a journey that's why you are walking the face of the earth learning christ every day and conforming to the image of the son of god by character we learn christ every day as much as long as we submit ourselves to the leadership of the spirit as much as we submit ourselves to the leading of the spirit we learn christ every day and as we learn christ we become more and more like him some of us are angry that some people are born again for many many years and they are still living like sinners it's not their fault they have not learned christ what will reinform the man a man that has learned spent all his years learning the nature learning the lessons from sin has to spend the remaining days of his life as a christian on learning them and learning christ there has to be a superimposition of a new kind of knowledge so that that man that man's lifestyle can change it's not a matter of what is a sin and what is not a sin it's a matter of learning christ
it's not a matter of these people are not living up to standard what they need to do is learn christ this is the reason why it is important for us to have discipleship in the body of christ we need to teach men about christ as we teach men about christ as they obey christ the nature um, the, 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 the 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 memories of sin that they have in their soul will begin to lose grip on them the bible says in romans chapter 5 and chapter 6 rather verse 18 he says for where he says uh, 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 how did how did he put it he says for sin shall no longer have dominion over you for you because you are not under the law but under grace so sin has lost its dominion over you but what about the knowledge of sin some of us are still struggling with masturbation we are still struggling with drunkenness. We are still struggling with all forms of sin, all forms of lust of the flesh, all forms of the works of the flesh. We are still struggling to keep up. It's not our fault. If we can sit down and learn Christ, those things will not have expressions in our lives. When I got born again, I had issues with additions. Oh yes, I had issues with addition. Mine was so serious that I was... I was living in addition and after doing that thing that I was addicted to, I will quote the Bible verse. I will quote a scripture to show you how bad it was. But the Holy Spirit one day said to me, Emeka, this thing you are doing will kill you. And until I submitted myself to the dealings of the Holy Spirit, until I submitted myself to the teachings of Christ, to learn Christ, I kept on struggling with that addiction. But now I can tell my story because I have learned Christ. That area of my life has been dealt with. Jesus has helped me. Because I have submitted myself to learn, I have found rest for my soul in that area of my addiction. Now, does that mean that I do not have some areas of darkness? No, I do. I still have areas where I need God to work on my life. But as I learn Christ every day, those areas get light. The Bible says that the entrance of your word giveth light. So when light shines forth in the darkness that is in my soul, the darkness cannot comprehend it. It loses its grip upon my life. All forms of addiction begin to die. They lose their hold. Why? Because I am learning Christ. A new character is forming in my soul. A new character. You know, characters are formed in the soul. So as I learn Christ every day, a new character is formed in my soul. And that particular sin begins to lose its grip over my life. This is what it means to learn Christ. This is the salvation of the soul. This is what we do. See, a, a lot of Christians are comfortable being just believers. But we have to go on to knowledge. We have to know Jesus. The more we know Christ, the more, we are, the more grace we have. The Bible says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through knowledge. Grace is multiplied through knowledge. The Bible says grace is meant for sin. So if you want grace to increase, what should you do? You learn Christ. The more of Christ that you know, the more you'll be able to live above sin. The final aspect of salvation is the salvation of the body. And that is the rapture. Immortality is in your spirit. Immortality is in your soul, but your body is still mortal. There is still mortality in your body. And until that day, when we shall be raptured, we keep on learning Christ. Hallelujah.